0: Welcome back to Not Another Isekai, a show all about the current season's anime. Right, we got the current stuff we're watching, that way you know what not to watch. Uh, How many of them are Isekai? Always too many, too many of them every dang season. (laughs) But we're we're reaching the end of the season this time. Uh, I'm Tyler, and we're gonna talk about the end of a season to you know for for many shows. All right, We're, we're on the eve. of the end for many shows but we're actually finishing up a few shows today um and then obviously there's you know some that have two cores so not much we can do there <laughs> we'll be going into winter 2023 with those ones um but yeah some good endings some good endings this season and uh, also some uh, like i said some eves so we have more predictions for a final episode there Um, yeah, and then just another, just a quick thing, um, this is going up a day late, um, you know, Christmas weekend, that whole thing, so didn't have all the time in the world to record as normally planned, so 24 hours late, sorry about that, um, but there is gonna be, you know, the way this, the way this works out, I do have a sort of like a bonus episode going up later this week, probably Friday, So so this is going to go up Tuesday instead of the regularly scheduled Monday. And um, then we got a bonus episode coming out, probably Friday, and it's going to be me going through next season's anime, right? Because this is the first time we've moved on to another season. Um, And yeah, I'm basically just going to go through every, almost every show that's coming out next season, and it's pretty much going to be me deciding what shows we're going to start off with um it's gonna it's gonna be interesting it's kind of sort of different than the way we started this one because we were a little bit into the season sort of uh but this time we're we're jumping straight in so it's gonna it's gonna be cool so check that out if you want to know my little preview thoughts or whatever on the upcoming season in every single show that's worth talking about um yeah let's let's start i always click the wrong thing because i'm stupid um okay so spy family season two episode 12 another thing i noticed (laughs) took me the whole season to notice this um some shows i guess many shows don't really like officially they don't go by the second season so like um people will indicate this as like episode 25 or whatever instead of season two episode 12 very weird that's, 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 it's something very weird for me to keep track of, especially because like for me, I go off my anime list. That's like the, the, like database that holds tracks, everything that way, everything is kept in check in my mind. And uh, yeah, they, they don't do that. So think of this as like episode 24, episode 25, uh, crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so it's by family episode 12, um, not a whole lot, uh, but there is, you know, there's some cool stuff here. Uh, Yor was jealous, so Lloyd turned on the charm and Yor kicked him, <laughs> which was very funny. Um, you know, r- around when this was happening, I kind of just had this thought where I would love just more Yor and Lloyd marriage content, you know, like just seeing them together, you know, even though it's like a fake marriage or whatever. Um, just seeing them together doing things is just so nice. It's just so cute. It's just a nice little relationship, even if it is fabricated. Because, like, on Lloyd's side, I feel like you can tell there are moments where Lloyd really likes Yor. I don't know if we're at the point yet where he's like, oh, man, I might have feelings for her. I don't I don't think we're there. I mean, especially because of his upbringing where he was, you know, his whole spy thing. It was like, oh, I'll throw your emotions out the door. Um you know, that's, that's not how you be a good spy, a good, effective spy, but you're yours definitely on that time where, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily know if your love's Lloyd, but more, more and more often you see her like really pining for his, his like approval and his recognition. Um, you know, I, I don't think we're at the point where she's, she's the classic woman character where her whole character is how she's in love with a man. I don't think we're there and I don't think we'll ever get there because that would completely diminish your like who your is as a character like her being a super strong she can take care of herself she's basically done that her whole life like you know I think that would ruin her character to be like oh yours just the character who loves Lloyd like no 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 no. but you know I do think more and more we do see her want Lloyd emotionally there and I like that you know I would hope we get to a point where they actually do really like each other and you know we kind of have this new uh battle within their heads where it's like well well, do i you know because like your i feel like is more um more willing to go that far because in her mind this was a deal you know what i mean but there's no reason for her to not actually fall in love with lloyd Whereas on Lloyd's side, Lloyd is the one that's kind of concocting this whole thing. So in his mind, he can't fall in love because he's a spy. This is a mission. When this is over, it's over and I'm on to the next one. But you never know, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe we do get to, to that point and it's beautiful. Um, And then more, you know, kind of an extension of that scene, you know, Lloyd telling Yor to have more confidence in herself. There, there's a lot more said here, you know. Um, Lloyd has some like story that he tells, you know. Wakes up, he thinks his mom is singing to him. It's your, you know, that you know. There's another emotional beat there, um, you know. Your kind of, sort of like confessing, you know, why she feels this way, um, you know, being jealous of Fiona, all that stuff, and you know, Lloyd just kind of putting on, giving her the reassurance she needs, you know. Um, even this whole realization where it's like, oh, is, is you know, it, do you actually have feelings for me, you know? And it's like, well, you know, maybe. Maybe, you know, I mean, she's, she's put in this wife role and for her to see someone else that could possibly take the role, um, you know, even if it is just for her own selfishness where it's like, oh no, if he replaces me, then I'm on my own. And then I'm in danger of getting caught by the secret police for them thinking I'm a spy. Even if it is for the selfish reason, I mean, she's allowed to be jealous, right? And <clears throat> I don't know. It's just, it's very nice because, you know, cause then it ends with, lloyd being like i want you to continue being the mother to anya and also my wife and yours like oh my god i i she she she's something really really like dorky where she's like um she says i i humbly accept (laughs) it's like all right all right you are but again it's just another nice moment you know like i said i'd love to see more content of them just together um i don't know it's nice And then we move on to the kind of the other half of the episode where Becky takes Anya out for shopping. Um, You know, and and again, that's another side of this show where we do have more relationships forming and building and, you know, not only on Anya's side where Anya seems incapable of many things, but also we see a peek into Becky where Becky is probably way more appreciative of this relationship than Anya is. Not to say Anya isn't, but just the baggage that Becky has It just means so much more to her to actually have a friend, like a close friend that wants to be her friend, you know, cause she doesn't really like, I, you know, I don't know if it's super obvious and I guess I wasn't really thinking this way until just now, because that's the whole point of the scene or this, this whole, uh, you know, other plot to this episode is to make you think about this. Like you don't ever really see Becky hanging out with other people. Only Anya you know and then that's just capitalized with this whole thing because it's like we you know we sort of see why she's you know she's she's a little abrasive you know she's a little uh doesn't really want to play by these rules she has her other you know her whole, her whole steez right and it's just not really what you're supposed to do I guess and so then she starts to play along and um, she hates it right she hates it but then Anya comes along and she's like I love it <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love it, and, um, yeah, and then, you know, I also see, you know, the nice little thing with the, I don't know, what is it, like, the, just the servant, or whatever, um, you know, you know, she's noticing how Becky acts, and how they're together, and, you know, kind of pushing her along, you know, when, when Anya's giving her the present, and Becky's like, oh, I don't know if I should take it, you know, you know, because, you know, because she's thinking about, um, you know like oh it doesn't in line with the fashion sense of the family and whatever you know so you know she's still trying to fight in a fight in her head with her love for anya but then her her like duty as the next you know you know the next lead of her family and then the you know the servant sees this you know like internal struggle and they're like oh you know it would you know you should accept the gift because if you don't accept it then you know you're sort of you know it's like you know disrespecting the family name or whatever you know she she makes up something that sounds half believable and then Becky's like well you know I guess in that case I guess I'll have to accept it you know uh, you know very very tsundere but again you know we're we're building up these characters that you don't necessarily ever feel like you needed them to like I didn't know that I needed more Becky you know she's just kind of like the friend of Anya you know she is kind of spicy at times but at the end of the day she does have her back and that's really all I feel like I needed but then we have more of this more of the more of her her thoughts and feelings <laughs> and you're like oh Becky is awesome let's get more Becky you know um so yeah love that and yeah that's, that's pretty much the episode that was pretty much the, the, the two halves <laughs> to this episode and uh, it's great it's great you know um, I'm interested to see last episode you know last episode is next week episode 13. So I don't really know where they're going to end it. You know, like I said before, last season ended off with, you know, a nice little preview, right? Like we we previewed the dog Bond before we knew what Bond was going to be. And it turned out to be the family dog. It turned out to be, you know, we're, we're chilling, new, new, family, new member of the family. Um, some, some wacky hijinks came out of having Bond. So I'm interested to see what they cliffhanger us on with this one. Especially since apparently, like, this was the order, you know? Like, this whole, like, two cores was the original order of a season. So, this is, like, the ending ending, right? Um, I imagine we'll get a season three. Like, I can't, you know, I couldn't imagine us not just continuing the show. But uh, we'll see. We'll see, you know? Especially because there's still stuff that I remember from the manga that happens after this that I'd really like to see animated. And also, like, for anime watchers... Um, know to experience it be nice so yeah next we got my hero academia season six episode 13 we're pretty much halfway through this two core um i guess just like the length it's not really split up into two cores but um you know season here and uh yeah again not too much but there's a few things of note um the one villain don't remember his name bad with names but, uh, you know, the one villain, the one like theatrical guy, he starts like taking chunks of his body to not only escape wriggle out of the, you know, best genist's trap, but also to use as like a weapon and to like save for later. And like, he's, he's bringing up people and everything. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like his episode, um, you know, showing a little bit of his thoughts, you know, you know, you know, some stuff that he's thinking about with like before the mission and all that. And, uh. Yeah, yeah, so we have a lot of him, and, and, you know, this is just kind of going more to show, like, what people are willing to do, you know, in, like, the League of Villains, like, how much they want Shigaraki, their leader, to win and to succeed, and, like, you know, they're just a bunch of random people who came together just because they're sort of outcasts, right, and that sort of makes their bond strong, you know, like, they, they're they in this together, they, you know, they, they want to win, they want to... You know they have their own goals right um so and then Midoriya thinks Shigaraki's asking for help under all for one um this was an interesting moment not that they've never done this before but them sort of you know that being a little bit of a gateway to I don't know if they're ever going to redeem Shigaraki I feel like that would be a crazy twist and they'd have to do a lot because he's killed <laughs> many people in just the past couple of days so i don't know that they can ever fully redeem shigaraki but to kind of humanize him a little bit to ground him a little bit and to be like hey he's not all for one you know let's let, let's separate these characters for a second not saying they're not both evil but they're not the same person right and you know you know i think that's an important distinction especially with all the all the different narratives that are being thrown around with this season, especially with the whole, how good are the heroes? How good are these people that you call heroes? How much good do they do? You know, can they just do anything they want and mask it as justice, right? So there are a lot of themes being played around with this season. So then for them to have that little sneaky thing and be like, well, Shigaraki maybe doesn't really want to be with all for one. Um, you know it's something to think about, you know. It's a little seed that's planted again. We're only halfway through this, you know, 25 episode season, so I'm sure that'll come back around at some point. You know, I you know, I don't think they're just going to go off and do something else <laughs> for the rest of the season. I think that'd be crazy. Um, yeah. And then uh I just made a note that there's there's so much destruction. Um, I made that note because again, this episode, not a lot happened. We just kind of went into various people's heads and saw their thoughts. <laughs> you know, it was like physically not a lot happened, but like mentally, a lot of people were just thinking about stuff <laughs> in this episode, which happens a lot, especially in shown in anime, where people will just think about stuff. And then, you know, in in real time, like two minutes have passed. Um, but, but I wrote down so much destruction because there's a lot on both sides. You know, I think that's something that pretty much everyone is thinking about heroes and villains, where they're like, a lot has happened (laughs) in the past few days. Like many people have died. Many people that we call friends and family have died. Civilians are gone. Everyone on both sides is battered. Like we're like, no, like no one is doing well. you know and, and, and it just goes to show it's like man is, is is you know was this necessary was this whole war thing you know did you know did we need this was there a better way to to, to like remedy um you know i don't know i don't know but um you know it, it, it's just another thing to think about right especially going into next episode and again this has this is kind of like the halfway point um where's the second half gonna go you know i mean we're we're still on the battlefield right like we're not we haven't left um no one really has any stamina left you know you know like everyone i mean we are getting some new people on both sides you know you know league of villains came in and we got best genist and you know but it's just like this has to end you know someone some side has to lose or they have to one side has to successfully retreat because like if it it keeps going like this (laughs) We're going to lose even more people on both sides. It's like, is it worth it? Maybe. Maybe. You know? Um, but, I don't know. Next, Mob Psycho 100, Season 3, Episode 12. Um, this is the final episode of the season. And, uh, this was a nice one. This ended in a way I didn't quite expect. Um, it also ends very nice. I don't really know if there's any, like, super cliffhangers. Um apparently this is like the end of mob psycho or so i've been told um you know cuz i was talking about last i think last week i was talking about like oh next season what's going to happen blah, blah blah and then i i was told oh no this is it like the, like this is the end of the manga <laughs> it's like oh okay didn't know that which with that knowledge i think that the way this episode ends is very fitting um so we have the end of the whole crazy mob thing. Reagan putting in work, running all that way. And mob just kind of ignored him. That that was tough. That was like, oh, man, he just kind of didn't even care that he was there. After all they've been through, you know, um, the like more, you know, destructive side of mob was just able to cast him aside. Um, that was that was sad. And then we have a crazy uh, reveal. This is the, kind of the part that I wasn't expecting. Dimple has kind of possessed reagan right they kind of met up by happenstance this whole thing is happening reagan wanted dimple's help right to kind of have enough power and juice to stand in front of mob for enough time to kind of talk him out of this um it was nice again to return a dimple you know dim you know dimple got a little got a little power hungry there for a hot second but uh he came back and helped save the day with you know it, it makes so much sense that Dimple and Reagan would be the team to, to, you know, to kind of break mob out of this. It makes so much sense. Um, and then Reagan finally did the unthinkable (laughs) where he, um, he admitted to mob that he lied about having special powers. And that was kind of, (laughs) that was kind of the thing that pushed mob over the edge to gain control again. Um, which is very funny because, you know, it's been kind of insinuated previously. I think even this season that, uh, Mob expects that Reagan doesn't have powers, but then it's kind of brushed over or there's kind of like a joke or whatever. And it's like, oh, maybe I guess he doesn't know. It's tough, you know, because Mob can be very ignorant about things at times. And then we have this scene where he's just like, like his whole reality has shifted. Um, Not only for the simple fact that, you know, him now knowing that he doesn't have powers, but also that Reagan would do that. You know because Reagan, deep down, nice guy, he really is, you know. Um, you know, you know, but for him to just openly be like, you know, him just come clean on this lie that he's had <laughs> that founded his business and just be like, Yeah, I don't have powers, you know, that that gesture alone, I think, you know, was enough to just shake mom out of it and be like, Wow, Reagan really cares about me. Like, again, we've seen a lot of evidence of that already, but that that's special um and then the two mobs kind of accept each other they kind of have you know they understand each other a little bit They understand what needs to happen they understand that you know just like how much people love them i guess um you know again it kind of shakes them out of it and has them find peace within each other you know um and then we have some inferring to go on right here where i guess Subomi said no, you know, that's kind of what we, what we glean from what happened here, because he leaves to go see her, comes back, is very sad, it's like, oh, no, <laughs> but, you know, he did just kind of destroy a city, <laughs> you know, like, any, any, any sane person would be like, no, sorry, um, you know, but also, you know, uh, What else were we expecting right because there was a whole thing where subomi did say i like someone else that goes to another school you know i think there was some some fan theories there that it's like oh well she was just saying that you know she actually does like ma but maybe she knows that reagan and mob are close or maybe she just uh you know closed off with her own feelings doesn't want to admit anything doesn't want to say anything just to she doesn't want to say it out loud you know, um, but with that, you know, with that being the truth, it's like, well, yeah, of course she was gonna say no. You know what I mean? Um, and then at the very end, they all threw a birthday party for Reagan. Again, kind of a very nice ending. You know, it all comes full circle where it's like, oh, Reagan, Reagan deserves this. You know, like he's he's done some things in the past, some questionable things, some selfish things, but at the end of the day, he does care about everyone, including Mob, and throw a party for him it's great it's awesome it's a nice wholesome ending you know no loose ends none at all and uh we're we're just having a good time you know and that is how the season ends that is how the episode ends that is how the series apparently ends and um yeah nice i mean in the day it was a good show it was a good season um you know it was it was very unique it was very its own thing and, uh, you know, I think it's going to be one that, that, that we talk about for a little bit, that we remember for a little bit of time. Um, I know for many people, it'll go down as one of the best shows ever. But, uh, yeah, I just thought it, was, I, I thought it was a great show. It was a great show, and it really played with your expectations here and there. And, uh, yeah, it was just it was just a very nice show to watch. You know, it was very easy to get excited for every episode. Um, but, yeah mob psycho 100 next we got blue lock episode 12 right around the halfway point here again this is another show that has two cores so we're going to be going into winter 2023 with this one i'm very happy we are because there is a lot happening here one of the hypest shows i've ever watched against sports anime sports anime just give you that feeling you know I'm hoping we see more sports anime good ones uh, happening soon. So some stuff we got here. So we got the level two selection, level one, um, or second round selection. I don't know. <clears throat> so level one here, we got the hologram. No problem, right? Isugi figured it out. Easy peasy, right? Level two. Now we got dummies kind of in the way. Okay, that's a little bit harder, but you adapt, right? You you learn where they're gonna go. You kind of learn the patterns. I mean, I mean, there's not really patterns, but like you learn their, um, their like function and like their their way of thinking. Where it's like, okay, if I kick it, then they're gonna block here, blah blah blah, right? You adapt it. Then we get to level max, (laughs) and it's ridiculous, right? We already got the goalposts moving goalie all that stuff now we have the dummies that aren't just kind of getting in the way but they're like moving and surrounding and like playmaking the ball has spin on it it's very unpredictable going crazy but the way ec was able to win was that he cut he pretty, pretty much learned how to control the power of his shot in different situations right like that that was a big thing for him Where he was like oh i only have to use in this situation i like to use like 70 percent of my power and that's how we're gonna accurately get these direct shots off um and kind of the whole point of that sequence was to show how people adapt and how they grow rapidly in these situations Damn. and um you know how you have to be on your own in many in many uh many different plays right you have to you have to kind of work on your own and you can't you know, it's not just, uh, you can't just learn the playbook, you know, you can't just learn the playbook and be like, okay, I mastered it, we're here, like, no, like, anything could happen in soccer, you know, any, any different plays, any different, you know, people in your way, your face off, your blah, 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 situation, double team, triple team, anything like that, right, and so I think that was kind of the point of, because, you know, this, this whole thing happens kind of very quickly, and, um, You know, it's just kind of scoring goals, um, holograms, all that stuff, you know, you know, but I do think it goes to show where it's like, okay, last thing we're playing on a team, we did kind of put in your head that it's, you know, you do want to do your best individually, but you do have a team to rely on. And this one, it's like, what can you do by yourself? You know, what can you do without a run-up, without a game plan, without people passing to you, without people, um... You know, without teammates there to distract and take the attention off of you, and kind of give you this perfect one-on-one situation, like, what what can you do? And you know, I think Isagi proved that he is resourceful. You know, I you know that was one thing going into it where I was like, is Isagi's weapon? Can his weapon shine in a situation like this? And I wasn't sure at first you know but then he was able to use it and be like okay look at the field calculate everything in a millisecond (laughs) you know because again his mind is his weapon um he doesn't really have like crazy athleticism he doesn't have like a crazy power crazy speed crazy dribbling like nothing like that so um he is a very interesting one. He is very like, you know, he is like the, the general on the battlefield where it is like, I can score myself, but I'm also very good at putting other people in the situation, which, you know, I think it's funny because the whole point of blue lock is for you to be the ultimate egotist and you to kind of do stuff yourself. So for him to, you know, for part of his power, his weapon to be helping other people, it's interesting. It's, 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 It's interesting. Um, yeah, so he wins, all that good stuff. Um, I love the moment where Bakura comes in and he just assumes that he's going to be on the team with Isigi. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's it's so Bakura to just be very direct like that. Um, I like that. And then Isugi's like, oh, why is, why does he just assume? It's like, well, I mean, I don't mind, but <laughs> i just assume we're going to be on the same team. Um, and crazy twist here right because it's like okay obviously you know he wants to have like Ishigi or Kunigami you know because they were kind of the top people people he was close to it's it's people I'm comfortable with all that stuff um Nagi and Rayo are like hey yo Ishigi join well not Rayo Nagi it's like hey join my team and Ishigi's like nah can't do it you know just because he doesn't feel comfortable you know he 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 wants to work with Bakira. um doesn't work out. And then Nagi's like, all right, I'm gonna join your team. <laughs> Which is really funny, because he just kinda abandons Rayo. But, you know, he does have a good point where he's like, Hey, we weren't the strongest together. We need, you know. I you know, I think it makes sense for Nagi to want to break off and be like, Hey, maybe, maybe there's other stuff I can learn from not being with you and being with other people. And then when we rejoin up, we're gonna have new skills that we could have never gained. From being with each other, you know, we need to branch off and learn from other people, learn from other teammates, you know, because, you know, we don't want to get stuck in this box. so That's kind of what we did. We lost against this team, <laughs> you know, like we lost, like we have never lost ever. So clearly there is more to learn. Um, so I get it. It obviously hurts Rayo's feelings. And, you know, even Isigi, or not Isigi, even Nagi admits, like, yeah, I mean, it, it, it sucks, you know, but this is what's best for both of us you know nagi Isugi, and bakura is a crazy team by the way that's an insane team um i don't know they're the best team i think that's going a little far um because again there's we've only seen players in the one branch of blue lock (laughs) you know there are four other branches of blue lock that we've never seen now apparently they're all about on the same level as each other you know on paper but there's weapons that we have never seen before, so I, I can't wait. This is going to be great. Um, and then uh, Ishigi and Kunigami both make it, and they've talked around, and apparently they heard about the team of Ishigi, Bakura, and Nagi, and they're, they're a little upset. But I, I love the way they played it, though, because they're not upset in the way that, oh, you know, forget them bakura and Isigir are not our friends anymore we're going out for blood next time it's like no 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 they don't play it that way it's it's more so played as like oh they they chose nagi over one of us okay cool 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 cool. when we see them we're gonna destroy them you know and you know more of just like a healthy competition where it's like oh they didn't pick us i'm gonna prove we're gonna prove to them why they should have picked one of us and it is more of like a friendly competition of course they want to win because at the end of the day i think only one person can win blue Lock. <laughs> so at the end of the day they have to win-win but you know i do like that it kind of put uh a fire under them where it's like they chose nagi over me over ishigi over kunigami no 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 no, we're about to ball out um and so i I, you know i love that i'm just to see who they pick for the third too i thought see here's the thing they were talking about that you know that whole scene and he and kunigami were like i think you know what we have to do and they're like yeah i'm thinking the same thing and at that point i'm like they're gonna pick Rayo. they're gonna pick Rayo, team up with them kind of like a tit for tat sort of thing where it's like oh you pick nagi well we're gonna pick Rayo, and we're gonna we're gonna win right but then they were like let's team up and then it cut <laughs> and i was like oh well yeah of course like was that was that really something you had to vocalize? Like of course you guys are gonna team up. Why wouldn't you? Um and then and then we, we see the rules for this next this next leg. And let me tell you, I was in love with with, th- with this whole next section. Cause I, you know, I can't wait to see some of the matches that come of this. Um, it's gonna be interesting because it's like a three-on-three. Three. I don't know if they play with like a full court or not, or like a full pitch. Um, I don't really know what the, what that's going to look like, but the premise, you know, if, you know, if you guys missed it or if you misunderstood the premise for this next leg is that we're going to do three on threes, right? We're going to play each other. The winning team steals a player from the losing team and is now part of their team. So, so you want to win to win, but also to steal a player. And then once you win, you become a four-team, and then you have to face four on four. And basically, to win this this whole leg of, of of second selection is to get a five on five. Now, I don't know if you have to win a five. Well, probably not. I guess you don't have to win a five. You just have to get to five people, I guess, on your team, and then all five of you advance, right? Um, and then you know, if you lose someone, then you do a two on two, and then if you lose a two on two obviously the winning two team picks someone you know nab someone and then if you're the solo man you're out basically right um that right there is genius i love that i love how it's like us versus you and then we get to steal someone you know it's very <laughs> something i just thought of it's very fitting i'm wearing my brand new Yu-Gi-Oh shirt uh love yugioh um it reminds me of battle city is that what it was called? The one after Duelist Kingdom. Duelist Kingdom was like the first arc of Yu-Gi-Oh! And then Battle City, I think, was the next arc. Where it really opened up. And, um... In Battle City... I'm just, I'm just going to call it Battle City. Because I think that's what it's called. Um, if you won your duel... You got to take a card from the loser. You just got to take one of their cards. Um which was crazy, you know, um, I think they're probably like real tournaments like that too, like in real life where it was like, Hey, you lose. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, so, so it's kind of like that, but also, um, there, there's something, oh yeah, the, the, all, the, the also crazy, uh, variable to this is that both teams have to agree, right? So like one person can't just throw it the gauntlet and be, and now the other team has to, they're required to accept the challenge no no no. both teams have to agree to duel each other which is so oh, that's, that's, that's such a good thing because there's more strategy there where it's like we get to pick who we want to face because you know there's their strategy where it's like okay we want to win because we have to get to five people so we want to face you know teams that we believe we can beat but You don't want to just face, like, the scrub teams. I mean, there isn't really any scrub teams because, really, again, they're all sort of on the same level, you know? Um, But you don't want to face the scrub teams because then the person you have to pick from is part of a scrub team. Like, you don't want any of them, you know? So, it's, like, there's a weird balance of, like, you want to face teams that are good because you want to get a good player, but you also don't want to lose and it's like, Ugh. but then if you lose to a good team you might get put on their team that's like oof now we're here you know so there's a lot like 3d chess and at the end of the day it's just like let's not think about this too hard we're gonna face you and that and that and, you know that's kind of what isagi does and nagi and bakura are right there with him you know but you know but that's kind of what isagi does where he's just like you know what we're facing this team we i i hate these guys you guys suck you know because part of me i was like i don't want to face this team not you not, not because they are ranked 1 2 and 3 but because it's like I don't want any of them on my team. They're all weirdos, they're all freaks. <laughs> I don't want any one of those people on my team. But ECG's like, "Oh, they're they're the strong guys. They you know, you know they're the ones that are well, you know, third string over there is going through a crisis." Um but you know, they're 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 the guys. They're 1 2 and 3. Okay. Okay, already, right. Okay. We're going to beat them. And I just, I just love that energy. You know, I can't wait to see this match. Because, again, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know if they're on, like, a full pitch. I feel like that's a lot of running to do for three people. Um, I assume they're going to have, like, a, like, truncated type thing. But uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really, really, really interesting. I, I can't wait to see it. And also, those are three people that we haven't really seen before, right? So I, I don't know what their weapons are. And also, to see Bakura and Isugi and Nagi be on a team together, oof. That's going to be crazy. <clears throat> <clears throat> and uh yeah, yeah, that, that's Blue Lock. Next, we got Eminence in Shadow episode 12. Um we're over the halfway point and there are 20 episodes in this this uh season, so Eminence in Shadow episode 12. Um This is a show for me where at this point stuff just kind of happens. <laughs> you know? Um I I I've kind of lost the thread, of of of, of what the show is about. um But we're here. We're 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 too deep at this point, <laughs> to to drop it. We're 12 episodes in. We're gonna ride it out. Um. So the the Venom guy, this like assassin or whatever, uh, he just got eviscerated, <laughs> by the Shadow Garden girl. Um. I don't remember which one it was. Alpha, Delta, Beta. I don't know. I don't remember. But just got eviscerated because he he was talking all that trash. He was going in. He was really fast, and then she just like shadow dodged him, and just, you know, you know, did that thing where he where she like passes him, and they're both standing there. And it's like, oh, what happened? What happened? And then he just explodes into seventy five different chunks of flesh. It's like, oh, she she was not the one. She was not the one to play with. Um, you know, it's something I really like, man. I listen there are some shows that do op characters wrong and it's just very boring to watch and there's other ones that are just hype you know and this is one of those ones where it's like the 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 shadow garden just full of killers you know and i love it um the cult was training demon girls to fight other demons yeah it's kind of like the weird thing that's coming out about them right it's how they're building up their whole organization um we're doing what we got to do you know but I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll explore that a little more, um, the cult also used the hero Oliver to capture Diablo's left arm, again, doing what we gotta do, that seems like what the, what the cult's whole MO is, um, you know, you know, what they feel is right, um, you know, but they were using it, you know, you know, Oliver didn't really know what she was doing, um, she just kind of thought she was going out there, being the best that ever was, um, you know, catching all the Pokemon, and, uh, you know, it's a very common trope, you know, the the whole organization, like shadow, company, whatever, mistreating, taking advantage of the one hero who just wants to do right. It's like, oh, you're doing right, but not really, <laughs> you know, so we've, we've seen that before. Um, and then those beads can give great power and eternal life. So again, those little beads weren't really the plan. Um, they weren't really what they were after, but even that little, you know, side effect <laughs> of what their true mission was, is still kind of nuts. So again, we've, we've, you know, we've seen them a couple times, you know, we've seen them used a couple times, but apparently there's like way crazier stuff that, you know, that can be done. So there's that, um, Delta just killed the bald guy. <laughs> what was it? The, one of the chosen Knights of rounds, um, killed them. Just stabbed him right through the back, I guess. <laughs> Destroyed the man, um, and then she didn't. And then he like bubbled up from the surface. Um, you know, she, she she thought she was gonna get trouble by Alpha, um, which she was. But then Alpha was like, "Hey, confirm your kill." And then that the the monster came out the water. <laughs> um, and now it's like it's, it's all white. We're in this weird like subliminal space, and uh, yeah, that's where we're at again. I have lost the thread. I apologize for this one, guys. I have lost the thread of the show. <laughs> I don't really know what's going on anymore. A lot of moving parts. Um, you know, the cult, the sanctuary, knights of the rounds. We still got the shadow garden. God, uh, Oliver, the beads, Diablo. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's it, it's hard to follow. <laughs> it's hard to follow, I'll be honest. Uh, but we're, we're we're just we're just here for the ride, you know. I'm sure next episode's gonna be cool fights, we're getting into we got the shadow people, you know, knights. I'm sure it's gonna be fun. So that's that's kind of all I got. <laughs> next, <laughs> more than a married couple but Not lovers. Episode 11, um, I believe next episode is the final one. So we're getting Jesus. Okay. I hit the thing. <laughs> um, we're getting close to the end here. Great show, I love it. Hope we get a second season. The show is just everything I love. It's like a guilty pleasure where it's like, is the show really that good? I don't know, but it's 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 everything I like. Um, so here we go. We got uh, Kamo helped Akari pair with Tenjin at Jiro's request. Yeah, so basically, um, you know, Jiro is still on this energy. Where it's like, hey, you're going to make me and Shori a team? Awesome. That's great. Love it. Um, but I want Akari to also have equal chances when it comes to this stuff because it can't just be me. You know, it can't just be me who gets to be with Shori and gets to have all these opportunities to try to make my move or get closer or whatever. Akari needs to be with Tenjin so that Akari can also have opportunities and make progress because that is our that's kind of our our whole thing, right? We're trying to get each other in the position to be with the one we want to be with and also switch partners, all that good stuff. Um so yeah. Lots of double cross in here. Lots of underhanded tactics. May says that she's just using Jiro. Um you know, which is which is interesting. I don't really know what May what, what May's plan is. Um I mean, because May, at the end of the day, Mei wants to be with Shiori, right? Like, that is, that I think is pretty well established. Um, so I don't really know what her play is, because if Jiro truly does love Shiori, then Mei helping Shiori get with Jiro is kind of counterintuitive to what her goal is, but maybe she's playing 4D chess where she's like, okay, I know that Jiro, from the looks of it, Jiro likes Shiori, but I think he's getting a lot closer to Akari, and it seems like she, hes actually going to want—he actually wants to be with Akari. But at the end of the day, it's him and Akari. So I'm going to put them, Jiro and Shiori, in a position to be with each other, so that eventually, Jiro shows his true feelings, and he admits to Shiori that he's actually in love with Akari. Maybe at some point he's already going to be with Akari, and so that breaks off Shiori's. You know, motivation to want to be with him because he's already taken, right? So then, my perfect opportunity to start making my moves in a serious way. Now we're together. Again, uh, you know, it's it's again, it's kind of 4D chess. Um, I don't know. That's really what she's thinking about, but you know, it's she likes Shiori. So in the day, you know, she wants to help her friend. So. <clears throat> whatever the end result is. <laughs> she, you know, she's your best friend, so. Um, then there's a moment where Akari was lost, and she called for Jiro for help, and Tenjin showed up. That was a moment. Says, so you see, in her heart of hearts, when she needs help when she's scared, who does she want? Who does she want? The Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay, um, she wants... Jiro, that's who you call, you call Jiro, Tension showed up, that made everything really awkward, and, you know, I, you know, I do really like this, this, you know, this ending part here, where, (laughs) oh my god, I just, I just remembered the end of this episode, a lot happens, right, a lot happens, and it makes sense this is the second to last episode of the season, because, oh boy, there's gonna be some stuff that needs to be said, um, So there's kind of two planes of action here, right? Where I love it because basically Tenjin calls Akari out and not in a hostile way, but just like, I know, you know, I know you like Jiro, you know, I know that you've liked me, but it's pretty plain to see that you, you want Jiro, like you, the right one for you is this man, not me. And I also don't really have feelings for you that way, you know? but it goes deeper than that because um tangent talks about how he, how he the person he likes it it's an unrequited love and then we cut and i don't remember this i you know i don't remember if this was talked about in the earlier part of the season or if i'm mistaking this with like another show but like the person he likes is married <laughs> and i think it's like a teacher or something isn't that right Isn't that right? Or is that a different show? No, because it's definitely a show this season that I was watching that I remember that from. Well, wasn't there a part earlier on in this season where Tenjin does kind of flashback to him? Uh, no, maybe that's another show. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. You know what? Cut it off the brain, it's gone. Um, but yeah, like, because we cut and the person that's there like has a ring on and i'm like whoa (laughs) this is something huh jesus okay um but yeah so you know you know but it is kind of like a a a connection moment because he's like i know how it feels you know for you to like someone who doesn't like you back right um so you know but you know but then you know tenjin does what you you expect tenjin to do where he just kind of gives ocarina confidence in chasing jiro being like you know you know because akari's like ah oh, but you no, know, she you know he likes shiori you know blah blah, blah. and and it's attention is like oh so you know J- you know jiro and shiori are dating and akari's like well no they're not but and, and, and it's attention's like so then it just it just depends on how hard you try you know and he makes a great point where he's like they're not dating so how is he taken it's up to you to show him how much you love him and make him realize how much he loves you because they're not together. So, Um, you know, so I love the way that ends, but then it's juxtaposed by the other thing where Shiori and Jiro are together and they're sort of talking the talk that they talk and has this great line, and I don't know if this is verbatim, but Shiori basically tells Jiro, if Akari isn't special to you, can you show me a side of you that Akari doesn't know? Because, because you know, her whole thing is that Akari knows way more about you than I do. Like there are faces, there are sides to you, the whole husband side of you versus the childhood best friend side of you that she knows and I don't know. You know, so she finally comes out and is like, show, you know, if, if Akari isn't that special to you, you know, if we're going to put our cards on the table right now show me a side of you that she doesn't know ooh boy ooh we like that that in itself prime time material you know what i mean and then jiro and shuri are kissing in the rain and it's just like ooh ooh boy ooh boy let's go you know what i mean like we're we're here and that is how the episode ends let me tell you when i say next episode is the last episode and there's some stuff that has to be said <laughs> oh boy there is some stuff because we think about it right and it's like okay now Akari has finally given up on tension right as she should if he doesn't like you back it's not gonna happen now, now she has this newfound motivation to be like okay i'm gonna go after jiro i'm gonna do it you know just finally being open with her feelings and the other side of the coin jiro and shari just kissed they didn't really confess to each other but they kind of did. So now it's really all in Jiro and you know, that's what was already kind of established from the very beginning of the show where it's like, Oh, he likes Shiori, but now he sort of kind of also likes Akari and both girls like him. So it's really up to him to decide what he wants, you know? Um, Does he really love Shiori? Is this just kind of like a nostalgia thing from them being kids? Is this kind of just him dragging along old feelings that he thinks he has, but he doesn't? Or does he really love her still? And then with Akari's end, is it just more of like, you guys are together, the whole playing couple thing? So is that sort of putting you in the mindset of, I love Akari, Or is it real? Do you actually love Akari? You know, have you grown together so much, known so much about each other that you do actually have, have feelings for her? It's strange, right? You know, um, you know, so next, next episode is really going to be where we, where we reach some things, you know, and again, I don't remember, I don't remember. Again, I'm, I'm reading the manga. I like just recently caught up in the manga, like a few weeks ago. And, um, I still don't remember, (laughs) don't remember anything. I don't remember how this plays out. Oh my God! Is that like I, I don't know. Is it like? Do they start dating? Does Jiro and Shiori start dating? Does Jiro back out because he has feelings for Akari? Maybe he has feelings for again. He's allowed to have feelings for both people, but in the day, when when it comes to decision time, you can't drag one of them along. You know? Does Shiori back out? Shiori's like, oh, I don't know. You know? Maybe maybe Shiori's like. He, she can sense it and she's like i know that you have feelings for Akari along with me i know you have feelings for both of us and so i don't want to get in the way of that you know you, you you have to figure it out because i'm because i don't want to date you if you still have feelings for someone as well as me but then with Akari too it's like what about an Akari's side do you think Akari ever i mean Akari's not there so she's not going to catch them kissing um it's interesting man it's, it's it's interesting i don't know i don't know we'll see though again next episode last episode of the season hopefully they also announce a new one that'll be nice chainsaw man chainsaw man episode 11 <coughs> um we're here man i think next episode is the last episode of the season i believe I believe a lot of stuff happens in this one, guys. A lot of stuff happens, <laughs> and a lot of stuff gets set up too. So we have that devil wants to live. Oh, it was like the like future devil, I think, is what it's called. I don't know. Uh, I'm just called the future devil. Future devil wants to live in Aki's right eye to watch his amazing death. Um, that's kind of the deal that he has, right? Um, which seems like nothing. <laughs> You know, I mean, Aki didn't really have a whole lot going for him anyway. What do you having, like two years left to live or something? So it's like, I don't really have a whole lot for you, dog. Um, but all he wants, all he wants for help is to be in his right eye to watch his death. So apparently his death is going to be grand. Um, but now Aki has the power of the future devil. So that's, that's cool. That's definitely going to help him. That's definitely a uh, pretty powerful, <laughs> pretty powerful tool at your disposal. Um, then we cut to teacher and Makima have a somewhat tense conversation regarding her motives. Um, yeah, they have this kind of underlying beef where teacher is just like, Hey, I'm with you. I'm with you all the way, whatever you do, sacrifices, you make all that stuff as long as it is for the betterment and the safety of humans. As long as everything you do is for that purpose. And Makima <laughs> doesn't quite give the answer that he wants, you know. Um, you know, it's kind of like a generic thing where, yeah, of course, of course everything is for that, you know, she gives what, And then teacher just says, you're a liar. You're lying to me. But there's really nothing he can do about it. You know, like what is he realistically gonna do like is he gonna kill her like no that's not gonna like why like why it doesn't make any sense you know but it's just like he's kind of in a tough spot where he has to trust her. he has to do he has to help because he can't prove anything you know like we don't really know what makima's true motives are so man makima makima's not the one man i'm just i'm just gonna put it there (laughs) because and we get to the next scene makima took yakuza loved one's eyes so they'd be more willing to cooperate with her request that whole scene that whole dude makima if Makima's not your favorite character in the show you're just wrong like you're just objective you just objectively have a wrong opinion because like she is stone cold like she she is so calculative it is ridiculous it is absolutely absurd that whole scene the the Yakuza guy is kind of, like, throwing his weight around. He's got all these people in the room, you know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, yeah, sure, we'll help. We'll help with you, whatever, we got you. And then Makima's like, all right, but I need all the names, every name in existence that you got. And Yakuza's like, nah, why would I do that? And then he goes the whole thing where it's like, oh, because if you take us out, then other foreign gangs are going to come in and they're way worse than us, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And then he insults her, like at that point he's making his points, but then he insults her and he's like, oh, but you know, I've, I've heard that, you know, people in public safety, private safety, whatever, you know, they're, they don't like finish school or something. (laughs) They're like dropouts, I guess. And so, you know, you know, so maybe, maybe you're just not smart enough to understand or, you know, the, the, the complexity of the way the system is or whatever. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) And then Makima throws down the eyes, and she's like, here's a bag. And he's like, bribes? And she's like, oh, no, no, that's, those are the eyes of all your loved ones. (laughs) Yo, that's crazy. And they start freaking out, and then, like, the one guy comes in, and, like, basically, like, you know, I think he puts his hand on her shoulder with, like, a knife or something, and, like, You know he doesn't actually go to swipe but he's he's like threatening like what do you do and then he just she just looks at him over her shoulder and she just gives like the coldest smile the coldest smirk you've ever seen in your life and then his nose starts bleeding and he falls to the ground and presumably dies and then she and and she just goes off and I, i forget what she says but it's basically just like I am not the one to play with. That's basically what she says. <laughs> you know? Um and at, and at that point, it's just like, m- m- the- <laughs> how do you not like Makima at this point? Like, how, like, like, how is Makima not one of the illest anime characters of all time? Like, previously, do you remember what she did previously? Do you remember back on the train where she got shot in the head twice? Lived. And then somehow we still don't know how she did it. We still have not seen how she was able to do it. But she punched like, 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 <laughs> like dinner plate sized holes in all of their chests, and then just walked off the train. Do you not remember that? <laughs> do you not remember where she was sacrificing criminals and then just like squishing bad guys out of existence and now apparently she has the ability to just look at someone not not even has to look at them i guess i you know because it it happens later too it happens later where where, where people are just nose bleeding and then falling to their death (laughs) what are her powers What 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 has she given up how many devils does she have contracts with like there are so many questions surrounding makima it's like <laughs> oh my god she's she's so ill she's absolutely the illest um and then we cut to some like mission stuff right um we got we got some introduction of some other crazy members of the team we got shark fiend who was kind of crazy um he can like swim through any surface which is dope Uh, we got the violence fiend, uh, just all about violence, you know, uh, the spider devil, we got the angel devil who I remember the angel devil from the manga. And I believe the angel devil is absolutely bonkers. Uh, but we'll, we'll get to that when we get to it. Um, so yeah, so just an introduction of some new characters, which is cool. You know, some like special people that are needed for, you know, these kind of dangerous missions. Um, you know, so, and, um, yeah, so like I was gonna mention earlier, Makima is always just in some remote location, just erasing people from existence, like always. <laughs> like, wild. Like I I can't believe the season is ending. Like I need more Chainsaw Man. They, they better announce a new season of Chainsaw Man at the end of at the end of the, the, end of the, the season because we need it. You know, it'd be crazy. Like I I can't see a reality where we don't get more Chainsaw Man. I I just can't um and uh yeah and then uh what do we got what do we got aki is using the future devil to help him fight the ghost devil which is cool right he can see like a few seconds in the future um so he's kind of holding his own um but the problem is that or i guess the kind of like reality of the situation is that it doesn't make you better though like you you can see in the future but you still have to like react to everything that's happening you know and so the ghost devil basically overwhelms him and the episode ends with him getting choked out um we don't see how it ends i don't i don't know is aki about to die i don't remember i don't remember if aki dies in this scene he could he could not that'd be a very sad scene definitely especially after he does all that i think that'd be a weird ending for his character but it could happen um and yeah can't wait for next episode again i believe next episode is the, is the end um so yeah so i can't wait to see what happens with aki if he dies or lives um we're denji in power oh yeah they're they're with all the fiends and the devils and stuff uh, basically going through and i think they're going after um those th- those people right like the the people they faced before like machete man and the snake person right is that who they're going after um and then just more Makima, you know, <laughs> what, what, what else is she gonna do, um, so, yeah, next, do-it-yourself episode 12, not only is this episode 12, but this is also the end of the season, um, and I love it, you know, it basically ends the way I thought it was going to, and that's not a criticism, that's just the show is the show, and you, 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 you get pretty much what you expect, and that's okay, because it's, it's, it's lovely, it's absolutely lovely, um, so Ray let Seraphu put in the final screw. That is very uh, thematic. <laughs> Definitely not using that word correctly. Um, you know, because the you know the very beginning of this whole club thing. You remember, um, you know, she let Seraphu put a hole in like the little bookcase thing she was making, and she did a terrible job. Um, and so this ends with them putting, you know, Seraphu putting a screw in their biggest project they have, and doing it cleanly very professionally, so, nice little full circle moment there, um, thanked Pirin for helping, that was a very touching moment as well, because, um, you know, again, you know, Pirin started this whole thing, being a very tsundere character, she still kind of is, but, I um, you know, not wanting to help, basically calling, you know, the whole thing dirty and dusty and all that stuff, and for her to come around and want to help, and also kind of reignite her friendship with Seraphu, I think was very nice um jobco is leaving very sad well i i forgot about this you know you know i forgot that she was only staying for like a semester or whatever um so sucks that she's leaving you know we 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 love jobco um you know so so they got her all gifts and they're all varying (laughs) you know they got her the the manga to the sunflower girls and then the light novel to the sunflower girls that was funny um got like a a tiger statue a drawing <laughs> of herself um so yeah it was very nice and then she was very strong but then by the end of it she just broke down and cried because it was like damn like I'm not, I'm not gonna see you guys anymore you know like, that's, that's, that's so sad so many memories you know um, but she's obviously welcome to you know visit again anytime she wants um, and I, I i hope she does and then even on top of that, Piran's mom leaves the hammock up that she was sleeping in, little upstairs area, so that Jabko can come visit again. It's like, hey, we're no we're not taking it down because you you are coming again. You are you are visiting us again. <laughs> like don't no no no, we're not taking that down. We're not gonna like end it. Like, no, we're leaving that up so that you have to come back. <laughs> you know? Um, I also love that Haruko and Piran's mom both got her that like seaweed stuff. <laughs> She's so happy. She's like, Oh, that has so much <laughs> um that's funny and then um Serifu and purin build a swing for the treehouse uh, that's that's kind of how it ends it ends on that uh, well not really there is a little more stuff i want to talk about but um and they do build it uh including the parts for the bench that they used to have with their little badge thing on it so again a very nice moment and that kind of like you know building up their friendship even more you know um, building something together it was very nice um yeah again a very just just a very nice show um it doesn't end with them getting more members though there's a couple girls that come by and is like hey what's 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 the DIY club like you know they go in the treehouse so you know you know that does give hope that more people are going to join and they're going to be able to continue to do the DIY club and even if they don't you know serifu has a, has you know a nice little moment here where she's like so what DIY club is still going to exist even if we don't get funds from the school so what we'll do what we always do we'll 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 gather you know we'll we'll make small stuff to make money and we'll build it up you know whatever like sh- diy club's ending are you kidding me no this isn't this the end you know so it's nice um again end of the season i don't know if we're getting a second season i don't think it's been announced or anything um I could see a second season. I mean, you know, I've, I've mentioned this before, but um, again, the th- show could end. The show could just end and be over. Um, and that's okay. It was a good, very nice, wholesome show. Um, it was very easy to watch. And uh, yeah, just chill, relax. I loved it. Um, so if it ends, it ends, you know? But also, it, it's, I think it's also a very easy show to continue because it's like, well, they just make more stuff, you know. That, that, that's all we want to watch. Maybe some more characters, you know. We, you know, because the characters in this show are fun. They just make more fun characters and have them build more stuff. And there doesn't no have to be conflict. The show has to. Ha- there doesn't no have to have any conflict, you know. Even a couple episodes ago, where it was like, oh no, all of our stuff was taken. Like, like that's that was crazy and that was cool. That was a nice little moment. But we didn't even need that. I all we need is twelve episodes of these fun friends building stuff together and that's it that's all i need that's all i need for this you know for you know for me to enjoy a show like this so um but yeah enjoyed it love it um again you know you know i don't think it's gonna go up as like one of my favorite shows of this season um you know if, like you know like if i were to you know if i were to make a list i don't know if it's like top five necessarily but um yeah fun show next we got Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, episode 12. Um, again, this show was delayed. Um, technically, this should have been episode... Wait. Did I say episode 12? <laughs> We're covering episode 11. Technically, this should be episode 12, but it, but the whole the scheduling got delayed, I guess. So um, this is episode 11. Next week, it's episode 12. Episode 12 is the final episode of the season. Um, so yeah, just a note there uh let's see suleta is working very hard she's like working overly hard because she's trying to prove herself to be useful um which is a theme in this episode and this episode has the moment that i think we've all been waiting for and i love it i can't wait to get to it but we're not there yet um she's working very hard she's kind of pushing herself to her limit um you know for you know for something that she feels she has to prove but she really doesn't she really doesn't but we'll get to that later Soleta didn't get a lunch and she's drinking water in the bathroom. <laughs> it's just like, you know, cause you know, she's like, oh no, no, take it, take it, take it, take it, you know. And, you know, she you know, she's trying to not be in the way, she's trying to let everyone else be happy and have that be her thing. And then it turns out that there's no lunches left. Now there is one extra lunch, but she doesn't know that. Um, so she's like, Oh, I must have miscounted, oh I guess well, you know, as long as everyone else has one, and she goes in the bathroom secluded drinking water, she's like, I guess this is lunch, and I'm just like, no, (laughs) where are you, this is so sad, no, like, but it it isn't a thing where it's like her, you know, her own insecurities, her own fear, you know, you know, because she's talking to her mom, and she's like, everyone is scary, you know, I'm I'm useless, and the mom is like, did they say that, (laughs) and she's like, well, no, but, you know, she goes on her own thing, but it's just like, it's like pushing her into this really sad, dark place. And it's like, if you just communicate, you know, you, you could argue that, you know, it's not all on her, but a lot of it is on her where it's like, so just just communicate this with people, like tell people like, you know, these people over the course of this time, they become your friends. You know, some of them have been very become very close friends. It's like, why don't you just tell them? but we'll get to that in a second we'll get to that in a second um um or we'll get to it right now actually that's 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 where we are um we have the best scene of the whole show where miurena he, she heard everything and now she's chasing Suleta, right because she is upset she keeps saying like if there's if you say have something to say tell me tell me don't 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 just sit you know and so then you know then she fakes the whole stamina thing you know because you know, that was the whole thing with soleta you know whatever And then she tackles her, she hugs her, she grabs her. She's like, I gotcha. (laughs) And it's incredible because she starts talking like she's mad at her and she is, but then she has this great line where she's like, it's, you know, it's because of you that I don't have to run anymore. It's all your fault. You know that I don't have to run anymore, it's, and, and and it's 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 great because she's basically saying like you've you've made my life so much better, you know like I hated everything about my life, basically <laughs> that I wanted to run away to Earth, but you came and now you're the reason why I don't want to run away anymore. You're the reason why I, I I get to have regular talks with my father why i'm i now own and run a company <clears throat> wow that was weird why i why i own and run a company why i have like real friends it seems like you know what i mean like you you're the reason for all this it's your fault you know and then and she has another thing where it's like don't don't run away you know what i mean don't now now you don't run away from me you know and and then she's even like um you know if you if you need me to tell you you're useful you know like if you need me to need you tell me that and so it's like okay and Miraine's like no 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 tell me i want to i want to hear you say it you know it's just like oh, it's, 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 it's such a good moment because it's like there's so many different facets to it where it's like it is giving select of the confidence back it is reassuring her that no no, no Miraine likes you she loves you like she's like she really does you know so so does everyone else you know you just have to communicate that's all it is you were getting upset for no reason but it's also on Mirine too where you know she thought she was doing everything right but she wasn't you know she she couldn't see and again there's there's a communication issue on both sides but like she couldn't see that Mirine wants or you know suletta wants all this stuff she wants to be close to you she wants to do stuff for you. you know what i mean so it's also on her as well and it's also a thing where it's like they love each other, like, they really do, and they need each other, they, they just had to communicate better, you know, but it, it, it we're finally at that place where the, the feelings are pretty much all out there, and it's kind of what we've been waiting for for a while, it's like, is this a real thing, or is it just practical, and, you know, she, you, know she, you know, so there's even, like, Irina, are, are you, are you crying, and she's, like, don't look, <laughs> and I love it, you know, it's just, uh, it's just so good, it's so good, you know, um, but then the bad stuff happens, right? Where um they're all attacking. I, I I I believe it's Plant Plant Quetta, I think. Or is it Planet Quetta? I don't know. Um so they're so they're all attacking that place where everyone is, where where Delling is most importantly, but also everyone else. <laughs> Literally everyone is there. It's like it's like Smash Brothers. Um And yeah, we're we're getting some bad stuff. You know, we we had this whole episode where there was some sadness and it came back around and we're now stronger than ever and happiness and now we're getting destroyed <laughs> so um you know even at the very end you know sophie is very happy she's finally meeting suletta right and she's like you're the witch from mercury i'm the witch from earth and it's like ooh, credits <laughs> you know so uh we'll see how this ends you know like i said i believe next episode is the final episode of the season um this, this is definitely a show where I think it's meant to go on for multiple seasons and I really hope it does. Um but uh we'll see what happens. There's some danger here. Uh they're getting just their whole place is getting completely destroyed. Ariel is here though, the Ariel is here, and I imagine we're gonna see some more mobile suit fights in next episode. I think that's probably how it's gonna end. Um But then also Sophie saying she's a witch from Earth. It's like are you just kind of stealing that title, or do you actually pilot Gundams? Like, that's an interesting thing there. Um, but yeah, man. I'm Again, I I absolutely love this show. Um, I can't wait to see how it ends, and I hope we get a second season. I hope we do. Finally, we got Bochi the Rock, episode 12. This is the final episode of the season. Uh, we'll talk about a possible next season at the end, but uh, yeah, I loved it that came out of nowhere for me you know like like you guys know i just recently caught up and uh it's incredible i think i think on my anime list it has like an 8.9 or something ridiculous like eight, an 8.9 is absolutely wild <laughs> absolutely insane score like that puts it up as like one of the highest rated shows on the entire site like that, <laughs> wild um but yeah so we get there where we have the performance at the culture festival it's what we're all waiting for um and then some bad stuff happens where you know the the, the first song is good right yeah yeah the first song happens and it's great right and the second song happens and Bochi's first string snaps and it's like oh no oh no which you can still sort of play with only four strings um but it's not ideal (laughs) and then also the second string is like locked like the the like tab thing that you use to adjust it to tune it um that's locked so you can't really mess with that so really the whole guitar uh busted you know and so now Boshi's freaking out but what i love is that they haven't really played a lot of shows together but they've practiced so much together and they just love each other like the band they have this band kinship um that they're they're quick on their feet right so kita she starts improvising right you know you know she starts going crazy with her guitar um you know because she's seeing that boat she's in trouble and they make eye contact and she's like i got you figure it out i got you in the meantime and i love that i love it so much and then Bochi is like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then she has the jar and she starts going nuts, right? Because again, she's she's like sliding, I guess. And again, I don't I don't know instruments. <laughs> I don't really know them at all. But apparently that was a thing that I guess like hid the fact that it was all messed up. It still sounds kind of cool. And her being at her skill level, I guess she was able to make it sound good, right? Um, and, and it works, you know. Unfortunately, they weren't able to play a third song because she wouldn't they weren't able to play it without Bochi. But, um, you know, again, you know, just like their improv skills are incredible. And even though all those mistakes happen, like they were still able to come up with, with a performance that everyone seemed to enjoy and be like, Yeah, you know. So, I, I love it, man. You know, I love it. Um, you know, their first performance in front of all these, you know, this number of people, incredible. Um, and then at the very end, they're like, yeah, Bochi, say something. <laughs> Bochi is like, I can't do this. I can't do this. It's, it's un- unprompted. Like I didn't, I didn't plan for this. So what do I do? And then she does the thing no one thought she was going to do, where she goes for an impromptu stage dive. There are no, no, no music playing. No one is in the feeling right now. No one knows what you're about to do. You didn't you didn't like say anything you weren't like hey stage dive (laughs) she just kind of does it and no one catches her no one catches her at all and uh yeah (laughs) no one one caught her in the stage dive what are we doing you know but it's it's funny you know you know because Boji obviously takes the opportunity to apologize to Kida and um you know you know because she thinks she ruined everything right with the broken string and now the stage dive that was awkward but you know kita's like no you know everyone actually kind of liked it <laughs> you know they 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 enjoyed it you know they they, they thought it was fun <laughs> i'm like okay it, it, it all worked out in the end you know um and then we move on from that and it's kind of like winding down of the show um where apparently guitar hero profits are able to help bochi buy her own guitar you know the dad good guy dad where he's you know he f- very quickly you know they all kind of found out that you know she was guitar hero and so they were like oh she's getting a lot of views a lot of subscribers all that stuff i'm gonna apply for monetization you know so now all of her videos are being monetized and now she's gotten all this money that she didn't even know about it's like three hundred thousand yen i believe um which is which is quite a bit of money quite a bit um so that's awesome and then because of all this money, Bochi was like, oh with all this money, I could I could pay my quota for quite a long time. Probably for like two years. I don't have to work again for two years. I'm gonna go to Seika and just quit my job. <laughs> just like you know, she obviously couldn't do it. You know, she couldn't do it. Um She was gonna actually bribe Seika into just letting her quit, which is so weird because it's like you don't have to she doesn't have to like she can't say no. Like if you if you quit a job your employer can't say no no you can't quit like no i'm not working like i'm not coming in tomorrow or the next day or after that like you know so it was so wicked you know because she was like i'm gonna buy her a present it's like you don't have to you don't have to buy your employer like what <laughs> but then also on the other side of it which didn't really get talked about but what i was thinking when i was like i get her not wanting to work because you know she still doesn't have that part of herself but it's like i don't know like you work and you get to hang out with your friends all day like i don't know i feel like that'd be a nice thing you know like you can spin that but again it's just bochi's personality um and then the store manager of the of the of the music shop said that the guitar must be very happy that it was chosen by bochi you know it's it's just nice you know it's a nice little moment um you know where the the store manager you know you can see that she really does care about music stuff you know like she's really into it she takes care of all the instruments in the place um you know you know you know just an, you know this little bonding moment with a complete stranger but it is over music you know showing how this stuff can kind of connect people all that fun stuff um that was nice and then at the very end she she get a new guitar new guitar looks crazy um and uh, Bochi apologized to her dad's guitar. <laughs> it was like, oh, no, no, not know, don't trust me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you know, because she has a new one and now she's probably gonna use that new one way more because it's her actual own guitar. So her, her apologizing to the old guitar is very Bochi. Um, but yeah, yeah, it kind of ends there. And uh, great show, you know, I I loved it, like, and you know, I, I loved it so much. Bochi probably snuck in and became my favorite show of the season, which is nuts. Um, and then in terms of a second season, I think it's possible you know nothing was announced, I don't believe, but um it's very possible, you know, I I you know I guess there is enough manga to make a second season. So the source material is there. Um you know, you also just being an anime fan and not you know not even thinking about the manga aspect to it. It's like of course there can be more. Like they they have not even come close to achieving their dreams. You know what I mean? Like there's way more story that they can tell just just like you just think about it from a story perspective where it's like they're not even close to being the band that they want to be there's so much more growing they have to do not only as musicians but also in terms like a fan base and going to bigger and bigger venues like there's so much more that could be told theoretically so i hope it gets a new season you know I don't really know how much it boosted like manga sales and stuff like that um i did see somewhere that like the manga sales didn't get boosted that much but apparently like the the dvd sales went crazy so maybe that'll get us to get a second season um also just like critically like again like the show has like an (laughs) 8.97 on my anime list which is an insane score like like when a show gets above an eight, that's like, oh wow, this show did really well critically, you know. Like above an eight, it getting almost a nine is unheard of. Like shows, shows don't hit nine on my anime list. They just don't, you know. Like they, they just don't. <laughs> so I don't know. Again, my anime list is not the end all be all, but it is sometimes a very good indicator of like where a show is. So, uh, but yeah. And that is it. Not another isekai for this week. Um, had a good time. Like I said, we ended a few shows today. We're going to be ending a few shows next week, and then we're riding out the rest of the shows for winter 2023. Um, yeah, I don't even know what else to say. You know, like I said, probably Friday, I'm going to be putting out a bonus episode. And if I enjoy it, and if you guys enjoy it, I'll maybe do it every season uh where i'm just gonna kind of talk about every single show that i could possibly watch next season i'm gonna pretty much just go through my anime list and click on pretty much just every show that's airing from winter 2023 and kind of talk about it and that is probably the episode where you guys will see if you wanted to like, like the first look at what shows i will be starting to cover next season uh that's the episode you're gonna want to watch and uh you know uh, you know obviously like whenever new seasons come out you know i try to watch as many things as possible that I like, or I might like, but it's going to get whittled down, you know, um, you know, this season was a little different because I started, I think I started slightly late. So, um, I already kind of had an idea, but with well, this season, it's completely fresh. So I might come here with 20 new shows that seem kind of cool, but by like week four, I might be only covering like 10 new shows, you know, cause stuff, stuff gets whittled down. Stuff is, um, not good. And I'm like, Ooh, don't really like that or whatever so um but yeah i believe that is it um yeah until next time watch more anime